Hello, magical human. Welcome to Madison Mindset, the podcast. Today's world can be difficult to navigate. There are so many influences and pressures. We're stressed and we're asked to make decisions and choices. All of them overwhelm us. My mission is to help the world find its natural state, inner peace, true happiness and love. I see the earth as being healthy, humans loving themselves and each other, living harmoniously in our bodies with the animals and with mother nature. This is the reality I hope to nurture with my work and of course this podcast. My name is Madison. I'm a yoga teacher, a spirituality coach, and an intuitive healer. A true yogi at heart, committed to learning, evolving, guiding, and being of service to the world. And as of this moment, being of service to you, dear human, as you take time to listen to this podcast episode. I'm proud of you for being here. It's time to raise your frequency and step into the being you truly are. You are energy. You are love. You are divine. Thank you for being here. Sending you love and gratitude. Enjoy this episode. See you inside. Hello, magical human, and welcome back to Madison Mindset, the podcast. This episode comes to you today from nature, as always, as I always try to. I'm sitting outside, and it's beautiful. I have lots of birds around me, um, lots of nature, and it's gorgeous. And I'm staring at water, which is amazing. And there are really big ducks around, so if you hear any, you know, weird noises, it's probably them. It's definitely not me. Um, <laughs> although I can make some weird noises as well, so who knows? Um, yeah, today I'm really excited for today's conversation because we're going to be diving into presence. What is presence? What does it mean to be present? And why would we bother at all to practice presence? So it should be a really beautiful conversation. So, you know, I call it a conversation because I'm here with you, right? Even if you're not here while I'm recording, I believe that whatever I say, whatever comes through me in the moment is exactly what you need to hear. And as always, you have the opportunity to email me or message me and begin a conversation, ask questions, you know, um, let me know of your own ideas and your own experience. I'm very grateful for those connections that I create with you. So please do, please do message me and yeah, hope you enjoy. Before we get started, you may have noticed if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time that there is now a subscription option with this podcast. I want to remind you that that does not change the podcast whatsoever. I am not taking away episodes from anyone who is not subscribed. I am not, you know, making episodes unavailable. It's not going to change the podcast at all. You're still going to get the affirmation episodes and the conversation episodes and all of them as per normal as has been for the last two years, three years, I don't know, um, a little while now. It's not changing. I'm not taking anything away. 
what I have done in my own service, I have actually stopped one-on-one work um, with coaching clients, which you may have heard I was doing. It was wonderful. I finished up with a bunch of them a month ago or so. It just wasn't serving me anymore. It was no longer feeling right for me. It felt hard. It felt frustrating in a sense because a lot of what we were going through, you know, everybody's so different, right? But I found in my own self, I felt like I was repeating myself and, you know, feeling like everyone had similar things to work on and yet I had to talk about it again and again to different sets of ears. And it really started affecting me, especially throat chakra wise. You know, I started as soon as I started talking to someone, I get a sore throat. So that's not anyone's fault. It's not client's fault or anything. It's just the way I was serving wasn't helping me. And I knew it wasn't helping the majority because I'm sitting with one person, you know, when it could be heard by thousands and, you know, I could just say it once, which is the dream right now. So that's one of the reasons I love the podcast. So the subscription doesn't change the podcast at all. What it does is give you an extra opportunity to invest in yourself and your growth, right? And we're talking $7 a month, okay? So it's not a huge expense. I know life is crazy right now. So subscribing to the podcast is very minimal cost and it will give you deeper insights into me. I get very open about my personal life and what I'm dealing with and my challenges. You will find extended affirmation episodes, so ones that just go on a little bit longer than they do in the unsubscribed version, the 22 minutes of magic, right? We extend that to 40 minutes or beyond, which is great. And you also go deeper into practices. We do some practices together. We go a bit deeper into things and there will be monthly meetups. Now, this is the first month that I've had the subscription running and a week or so ago, I found out that the subscription was not compatible with Spotify. So if you subscribe um, via the Buzzsprout, which is the company that hosts my podcast, right? If you subscribe through them, you won't actually get it on Spotify. Probably one day you will, but it's still Podcast subscriptions are a relatively new thing still, so they're all still just working things out together. You will be able to access it on Apple Podcasts and a few other podcast platforms. I don't know many others, to be honest. <laughs> I know there's Google Podcasts, but yeah, there's a heap of them that are that is available on this subscription. So this was a little bit annoying to me because Spotify is my favorite platform and where I know the majority of the listeners are. So what I have done is created the subscription in two ways. Okay. The first way is you just click on the link that you'll see below in this episode. You'll go through Buzzsprout. You'll subscribe for $7 a month. It's available everywhere but Spotify. The second option is to go through Patreon. So there is a second link to subscribe to the podcast. You can go down there, click on the Patreon link And that will give you access to the subscription option on Spotify. So you will actually find, if you um, go into Spotify's search page and look up Madison Mindset, the podcast, you'll see this one jump up first. And then if you write Madison, oh my goodness, I cannot speak, Madison Mindset, the podcast subscription, there will be a whole other subscription page that comes up and you'll be able to access the subscriber episodes from there. So 
There are a couple of options now, which isn't perfect. I would love it to be just one, but yeah, unfortunately, it just wasn't working out that way. So you get to choose if you want to be subscribed and you want to go deeper then you get to choose where you want it. If you don't listen on Spotify, then just go through the normal link. If you go through Patreon, it is $7 USD a month, just to make that clear, because I know everyone's kind of all over the place. So that will change the price a little bit via there. But that's it. Okay, so you get to choose. Subscribe wherever you want. Unsubscribe as many times as you want. I don't mind. Do whatever you want. Um, It gives you more of these podcast episodes and supports me to do more. Obviously, stopping one-on-one clients changes my income, which is why I thought, well, I want to do more podcasts. Let's go the subscription route so I can spend more of my time doing this and still making a living from it. So I am very grateful to everyone who subscribes because it helps me do more of what I love doing, which is great. So thank you. And if you have any questions about it, just let me know. The meetups will start next month because they were supposed to start this month. But then when I found out no one was accessing it, it got a bit crazy and I had to go and sort that out with Patreon and figure out what I was going to do. So it was a bit of a hoo-ha. So we're just going to give it a month to settle. If you need to change, you know, where you're subscribed through, you can do that to make it all work for you. And that's it. Perfect. And we have meetups at the end of each month on Zoom, which is a really, really cool. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. You know, we get to chat and get to know each other and become virtual friends, right? Which is great. And yeah, more good things to come, but that's the subscription. Okay. So if you don't want to subscribe, I'm not taking anything away from you. Make that very clear. I'm not taking anything away from the podcast. Okay. I'm only adding the subscription for people who want it. Okay, so don't worry, nothing is changing. If you see the little locks on the episodes, just scroll past them, all right? They are extra, um, but there's not there's nothing being taken away, so don't worry. Okay, let's jump into this episode. So presence. If you Google what is the meaning of presence, you will find something like the state or fact of existing, occurring, or being in the present which is quite enlightened for Google, I feel. That's very, um, very inspirational on Google's, <laughs> Google's front, the first translation that comes up. The state or fact of existing, occurring or being in the present. What I find really interesting about that is it's described as if there's another option. You know, the state or fact of existing, occurring or being in the present. It sounds, you know, existing, occurring, or being, and the state of, it sounds like there's another option for us, that I don't need to occur, exist, or be in the present, right? Which, amazingly, when I say it like that, you know, when I say there's another option, you don't have to be in the present, you're probably thinking, uh, it doesn't make any logical sense, and it doesn't, and yet, the most of us are not in the present moment. The majority of us are living somewhere in the past or somewhere in the future. Now, not time machine-wise, but in our minds. Our mind and our being is very preoccupied with thinking about the past and thinking about the future. So are we existing, occurring, or being in the present? Probably not. Even though when you think of is there another option than to be here right now, we can all logically and easily say no. You know, if anyone said, you know, 
What's the most important time in the world? You'd say the present moment. Everyone knows that. It's common knowledge. And yet very few people actually practice occurring, existing and being in the present moment. So this leads me to a question that doesn't necessarily need to be answered. For me, it needs to be answered for you. What percentage of your life would you say you are completely present for? So just think of one day, today. How much of your life of today were you completely aware of the present? You were completely here, completely in the now. Your mind was not preoccupied with past or future. It was completely here. You were fully in the moment. You were truly being. What percentage of your day are you like that? Let's take a moment to think about it. I did ask this question to my last retreat group and the common answers were, I think the highest one was 10% and then the rest of them were all 3%, 5%, 8% around that area. And it's so fascinating, right? We know that we're not here for most of the present moment. I mean, 3% of your day is all you can say you're present for. Isn't that amazing? Maybe you set a higher number. Maybe you've been practicing presence and you are working on it. Or maybe you've never thought about it and now you're like, wow, I'm like literally 5% if I'm lucky. So when you get to the end of your life, do you really want to say that you were present for 5% of the whole thing? I don't know about you, but I'm not happy with that number. You know, I'm happy with... You know, in a perfect world, 90%. I think if you leave room for 10% of your day to be thinking about yesterday and solving problems or thinking about tomorrow, I think that's great. You know, that's the beauty of our minds. We have the gift of, you know, thinking and bettering ourselves. But we spend way too much time doing that. In fact, we overthink. We overdo it. We cook it too much, you know, and it ends up completely wrong you know our thinking and our problem solving turns into complete nonsense and we end up in more trouble than we were before so we are better off being present and spending a little bit of the day thinking but not too much don't overthink it's like when you're cooking right you can put something in the oven but not forever not all day just a little bit and take it out otherwise you'll overcook it you don't want to overthink it don't want to overcook it So if you are not present in the only present now moment, then where are you? If you experience a lot of depression, sadness, longing, um, what else? A sense, you know, anger, frustration... Any of these kind of emotions or moods, they are actually tied with the past thinking. Okay, so you're thinking about the past. If you experience a lot of anxiety, stress, feelings of overwhelm and worry, excitement, even excitement, right? These are emotions tied with future thinking. So personally, I think more about the future than the past. 
I'm an anxious head, right? So I'm thinking ahead going, what if this happens? What if that happens? Oh my goodness, you know? And most of the time, in fact, almost all of the time, I can nearly say all of the time, everything that I've been worried about doesn't actually happen, which is incredible. And yet I still have spent days worrying about this thing that might happen, even though I know the odds are pretty low. Because once you've overthought something, whatever you've overthought is a very exaggerated version of what might happen. So it, if even if it does happen, it doesn't happen as bad as you think it's going to happen. You know, you go straight to the super dramatic happening when it's probably not going to be that bad, right? So we all think about the past and the future. Myself, I know that I spend more time in the future. You might know yourself if you're more in the past. You know, I think the older we get, the more we spend time in the past, you know, depressed about our age, you know annoyed or longing for the good old days, you know, and if you're younger, you might be more prone to thinking about the future. Either way, we all have a mix of them and it's not living in the present. Anxiety can't live when you're present. You know, there's a lot that happens in our life. There's a lot that's going to happen in our life, but no, no matter of how much you think or, you know, no amount of overthinking will change anything. So, This is why we practice presence. When you're truly present, anxiety, sadness, fear, all of it can't live. It can't live when you're truly present in the now moment. Even if if you're in a moment of fear, say if if you're not enjoying, if the present moment isn't exactly the best, even then you can still be present, completely present, aware of everything, feel the fear or the worry of that moment, but be present with it. Not make stories about it, but just present. You can be present when you allow the present moment to be as it is. Okay, Stop resisting. When you're present and you're allowing life to be as it is, it doesn't mean that you love everything that's happening. It doesn't mean that you agree with everything that's happening in the present moment. It doesn't mean you like it. It just means that you're allowing it. And you're like, wow, this is the present moment. I'm just going to be with it. Even if it could be a thousand better ways, I'm just going to sit with the way that it is because I can't change what it is right now. The only thing I can change is my reaction to the present and I'm just going to be with it. Right? Life is constantly in the process of creation. Not everything it creates is something our ego agrees with. It's not something, you know, we might think that sickness and pain is wrong and happiness and health and wealth is good. But life isn't bias, right? It's just creating. It's just doing things. Life is lifing and we're experiencing and judging what it's making, even though life isn't, you know, biased about that kind of thing. It's not like, okay, I'll serve some good stuff here and some bad stuff there. It's just serving life. So what we have to do is be open to all of life, even the things you think are wrong. If you think there's something wrong with life and that something's not fair and it's not right, then you will be suffering more than you have to because now you're resisting. And that's hard work. Resisting something you can't change or you have very little control over is pointless. The only thing it does is bring you and everyone around you more suffering. So the best thing you can do is practice presence. 
choosing to be present with what it is. And I'm working on this myself big time. I can see improvement. You know, if I look back even just a few months, I'm definitely better at this now than I was then. I'm not perfect. Definitely not. You know, I'm constantly a a student. I'm just figuring this stuff out myself, right? But it does feel better to take a deep breath. Use your senses. Notice what you can hear. Notice what you feel. Notice what you can see and just be present. And you start to hear a voice in your head that says, right now there's no reason to worry. Right now it's okay. You know, and it's powerful. You know, it's a waste of time and energy to think you can change something about this moment or about the past or about the future. There's, there's not much you can do. And in fact, the best hope you have for a future that you want is to be present and live your life intentionally now. If you live intentionally now you know you make healthy choices you do healthy things you say the right things then chances are you'll create a life that you love for the future often when we're so busy worrying about the future we ruin a perfectly good present and how am I supposed to get to the future without this step so it's important The fifth regret of the dying in the book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware is I wish I had let myself be happier. And interesting the use of wording, let. I wish I just let myself be happier. Instead of worrying, stressing, complaining, I wish I just let myself be happy. Now, that can be pretty depressing for people, you know, they don't want to hear the regrets of the dying, but it's important to know because these people have lived a life. They're towards the end of their life. They are the greatest teachers to teach you what's important in this moment because everything gets clear at the end. You know, you're no longer worried about silly things or what people think of you or whatever it is, you know. They are great teachers. So this book is a really important one, you know, and I'll I'll quote it again below in the show notes, but you know, can you let yourself be happy? No matter what the future holds, there'll be good things, there'll be bad things as we perceive as good and bad, right? But guaranteed at the end of this life is the end. Do you perceive that as good or bad? And most people perceive dying as bad, the bad thing, okay? So no matter what you do, there's still going to be suffering because that's life. We arrive and we leave. So there's no point worrying what might happen. We all know what's going to happen in the end anyway. So why don't you just be happy? Why don't you just enjoy your life? You're here now. Isn't it great? Enjoy it. Just be. Let's pause for a quick break. You are a magical and valued human being. I want you and your loved ones to be protected from EMF and electromagnetic radiation. In case you don't know some of the damaging effects these energies can have on the body, here are some examples. 
Being exposed regularly to phones, Wi-Fi, TVs, Bluetooth, microwaves, machinery, and more can cause constant headaches, increased inflammation all over the body and brain, anxiety, it can cause depression, nausea, chronic fatigue, loss of libido, and as a result, a deprived immune system. EMF has also been found to create changes in central nervous system nerve cells. So this goes as deep into the whole biochemistry of our body. Living with constant inflammation in the body can also start damaging healthy cells, tissues and organs. So this means increased cancer risk. It can also lead to DNA damage, tissue death and internal scarring. So clearly, we really don't need this in our lives. As our exposure to EMF continues to increase, it is important now more than ever to start implementing techniques to reduce your exposure, increase your awareness and to bring harmonizing devices into your life. As a thank you for listening to this podcast, I have partnered with Orgone Effects Australia to bring you a 10% discount to all Orgone Effects harmonizing products. These are products to protect your home, workplace, the car you drive, children in your life, and even your pet. They are devices to protect you on the go, such as the Stella Pendant, which is the one I wear 24-7. There are harmonizers to put on your phone, laptop, and watch. There are even harmonizers for clothing and a meditation sheet that will assist your meditation practice by preventing earth currents from pulling your energy down. Orgone Effects products are sold in over 20 countries around the world. Now is the time to protect yourself. To access the 10% discount, head to orgoneeffectsaustralia.com.au and enter the code in all caps, MADISONMINDSET, that's M-A-D-I-S-O-N-M-I-N-D-S-E-T, at the checkout. Let's protect ourselves, the people we love, and the earth by harmonizing our world with Orgone Effects. Let's jump back into the episode. So let's go over a few ways to practice presence. The best way to practice presence is through a meditation practice. It's a dedicating time every single day to being still in the moment, centering the mind, allowing everything to be as it is, and then focusing the mind on the current breath and you try and do that for 10 20 30 minutes an hour if you can if you're very new to meditation start with 5 10 minutes okay you'll find when you try and sit still no fidgeting and focus on the breath you will find that your mind goes all over the place you won't be able to catch it it's crazy how overwhelming the mind can be sometimes but this is a good thing you know it's good to realize that oh my goodness I cannot focus on one breath I can barely get one breath in before a new thought comes in this is good self-awareness okay and the more you practice and the more you try to be on the present breath the stronger the mind gets so you can't do this wrong don't worry you know if you're trying and you feel like the mind's just all over the place and, you know, you're ready to give up, don't. 
Okay, this is part of the journey. It's part of the journey to notice that the mind is all over the place and instead of giving up and, you know, just going, oh, well, you know, meditation's not for me or it's too hard or whatever, my mind doesn't do that. Instead of doing that, persisting, being patient with yourself and keep coming back to the breath. You will have a breakthrough moment. You'll have many. But if you try and then give up because it's too hard, you won't benefit. Okay, the ego will try and stop you from centering the mind. It'll try. It'll say, this is silly. You know, I'm not going to do this. You know, there's no point. There is. Just sit and try. Set your timer for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Push the time when you feel like when you're doing 10 minutes and you find it's really easy, you're progressing, right? Move it to 20 minutes and keep doing 20 minutes until you find it's really easy and then go to 30 minutes. And you will develop a really strong sense of presence. You will become stronger in your mind. And when you train that in meditation and you do it consistently, you will automatically be in the present moment every day. And if you notice that you're not in the present moment, you'll be aware of it. You'll go, oh my goodness, I'm not present right now. Whereas most people, they don't have that awareness. So they can't come back to the present moment because they they don't know that they're not present. You know, they just think this is life. When you start meditation, you start to open your awareness and you'll go through your day and go, I'm not present. Take a breath and you'll come back to the presence. And that's when you're really changing yourself, right? Really changing the way you're being. So meditate. It's important. The other really useful thing is practicing noticing the senses. So in every moment, notice what can I feel? Clothes on my body, the wind touching my skin, you know, the hair on my body, the whatever. What can I see? Really looking with fresh eyes. What can I hear? Really listening for the details. What can I taste? What can I smell? And using your senses to really inform you of the present moment. The senses cannot inform you of a past moment or a future moment. They can only inform you of this very moment. So taking a moment to go through all your senses and take that time to be aware of what your senses are doing and what you're sensing in this moment. That can be really useful that you can and you can use that in any moment of any day in a line at the grocery shop. You know, you can do it anywhere. Make sure you don't judge what you're sensing, okay? If you smell something you don't like, don't judge it, just notice. You see something you don't like, don't judge, just notice. Another great tool is creativity. Human beings are creative by nature. Nature herself is creative. Human beings are part of nature. We love to create. Creativity has been shown to reduce anxiety, depression, and stress, right? So create and be you will have less trouble if you create. And creation can be anything you do with your hands, okay? Anything, you know, cooking, drawing, writing, painting, sewing, going for a walk, um, making music, dancing, listening to music, you know, all of these things bring you into the present moment. So do more of that. What do you like to do to create? Maybe you like to build stuff. Maybe you like to whatever, cook or make up new recipes or garden. Okay, there's more creativity isn't just paintbrush, right? It's not just painting. It's anything. 
you know, do you like poetry? Do you like singing? What do you like to do? What do you like to do that makes you lose time? Do that. Dedicate time to it. It will help you become more present. To finish this conversation, I wanted to bring in a quote from the Buddha. Don't get caught in the past because the past is gone. Don't get upset about the future because the future is not here yet. There is only one moment for you to be alive, and that is the present moment. I'll read that again. This is from the Buddha. Don't get caught in the past because the past is gone. Don't get upset about the future because the future is not yet here. There is only one moment for you to be alive, and that is the present moment. Taking this and applying it to your life. There is no point with the past and the future. There is nothing you can do. Presence is the only place for you to live. And final advice here, spend time in nature, breathe. Nature is great for presence. Animals are great for presence. They are so good at being here now. That's all they're concerned about. One breath at a time. Practice your presence and watch your life change. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Please share this podcast episode with someone you know and love, someone who needs some more presence in their life. Leave a rating or a review on the platform that you listen to this podcast through. It really helps this podcast reach more people and help more human beings around the world. And I thank you for that. Thank you for the love. Please feel free to reach out on Instagram or on email. Both of those details can be found below. I appreciate you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you.